I fucking did it. <laughs> oh, fuck, it was all me. Brunch. Hit it, boys. It's a happy Monday in sunny Massachusetts. How about that weekend, Pete? Oh, what a weekend it was. It was... It was... It was a weekend. A a whole Saturday and a Sunday. Oh, boy. Well, we had Saturday, which, by and large... was after Friday. For the boys, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Always. I had a good Sunday. I went to Portland yesterday. Oh, nice. Yes. I went to church. Ah. It's a God's day. You know what used to be fun? Uh... In school, whenever there was one of those made-up days that aren't real, like Pi Day, yeah, uh, raising your hand, and the day before Pi Day, when they're like, "Hey, don't forget tomorrow's Pi Day," you raise your hand and be like, "Oh, that that reminds me, I I won't be here tomorrow. I have to go to church." <laughs> My family is a, is a big Pi Day family. It's it's really big uh, tradition in our family. I can't I can't come to school. How many things of Pi can you recite? 3.14, and then I don't know anything after Really? That. Yeah. Oh, I thought that you'd for sure have me. I have 3.14159. Ooh, mm, nope, not for me. Fucking nerd. How, there used to be, so, did, did kids used to go around from class to class and recite pie? No. They're, they're, what school did you go to? A pretty good public school. Uh, Congratulations. But it was a public school, not so it was just like, if you were good, it was because you you, you pulled up your bootstraps. Uh, yeah, a kid used to go around and this was a kid who was an athlete not necessarily a good student he would just fucking like if he applied himself he was good at shit and he would just go room to room and he would spend his pie day just rattling off like 300 i don't know digits jesus of parts Christ. of pie you think he that just, kid's still doing that uh no in, in the workplace uh, is he a professional pie reciter i yeah i, I don't know what knowing pie I, I think there are like applications of pi or something, but just knowing pi means that you can memorize shit, which right. isn't necessarily pi. You know who I bet knows uh, a lot of things of pi? LeBron James. Why do you say that? He's because the... that one time he remembered uh, <laughs> what happened in the basketball game that he had played 10 seconds earlier, and, and it was very impressive yes. to everybody. And then immediately after game four, he remembered that his, his wrist was broken or sprained it was and he immediately had to get a cast on it because he just remembered it was pretty much that's what it, it was pretty much pretty, broken. pretty much broken yeah that was the prognosis but yeah i think that is the worst thing lebron's ever done no the worst thing lebron's ever done i rewatched the fourth quarter of game seven of 2016 finals the other day and obviously what that was the last few minutes was tie game nobody scoring Kyrie hits the three right in steph's face Boom, Cavaliers win. Amazing shit. And after, uh, I think it was Doris Burke was with him, and she was like, LeBron, how do you feel about this win? And he's like, I fucking did it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck, it was all me. Oh, shit. And I know that a lot of people get on LeBron because he just says I a lot. Yeah, he does. Like, he never says we. He's very self-centered. But there, when you watch it, you're like, holy fuck, this guy really has no grasp of what just happened. He is, uh, 
like I like LeBron. I think he's a so fantastic I. player. Uh, like all by all means, probably a, like a really good person. I've never met the guy, but he seems yeah. like he's he's got his head in the right places. Yep. Uh, like I would want him on my team. I want to root for LeBron, but Definitely. man, that guy has no self awareness sometimes. Right, especially it seems like that's picked up in recent years too. Especially like with his social media presence, yeah. where he's always congratulating himself. He's just posting his own fucking highlights on Instagram. It's a, he, he has like a really weird. Uh, very narcissistic view of himself. But here's the difference uh, between us and a lot of sports media. We're like, yo, isn't it awesome that LeBron's only problem is that he is just fucking lost when it comes to understanding everyone's place? That's so not a bad thing compared to what the bad things can be with celebrities yeah. and with professional right. athletes. Like it's like when people get on Tom Brady, they're like, "Oh, does he care too much about TB12?" I'm like, he he doesn't beat people up in his spare time, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Fine. Right. Yeah. Let him do the like, like in the NHL right wear now. Uggs. Like they're discussing the the potential bring back, of bringing yeah. back Slava Voinov oh. and and like that is. It's just unthinkable. And then you look at LeBron, and, like, LeBron's obsessed with himself, sure. Yeah. But also, LeBron's got a pretty good reason to be obsessed with himself. He's maybe the best basketball player of all time. LeBron and... uh, I always give Kanye a pass because I think that Kanye clearly can't understand other people because they aren't exactly like him. They aren't the best at what they do, and they aren't... Uh, constantly being creative, and I think that he doesn't understand how somebody could A, not be the best at what they do, and B, just be okay with the fact that they're not the best. Like, he probably looks at all of us, and he's like, you fucking wimps. You all just fucking settle, and that's why he comes off as such a dick. Also, he's crazy. The difference there is I don't think Kanye, yeah, well, he's definitely crazy. I don't think Kanye's the best anymore. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. And so you lose a little bit of... um, like people are less willing to give you that sort of personality and let you get away with that when you're not pumping out the best of what you can do. And right. LeBron is still like our, I think the best player in basketball. Yeah. So nice little weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Portland, Maine on Sunday. I think I went to the gym on Saturday. Ooh, did not you to brag? Yeah. How, how did that go? Uh, pretty good. Um, what did I do? I probably did the stairmaster. Uh, for a little bit, and uh, then I just did various lifting things, and then I hit the sauna to sweat off whatever muscles I could have grown. That's awesome. Are you not supposed to do that? Are you not supposed to do the sauna after you lift? Uh, no, I think you can. I think that they. I think I know that like lifting guys judge people who run after they lift. Uh, they're like you're sweating off whatever progress you made, and I'm I don't like, give a fuck. it's just. All ab- it's not about fucking progress. It's about combating the shit that you do when you're not at the gym. I, I love the sauna after a weekend, like to sweat out all the toxins. Yeah. It's the best. Um, I spent the weekend actually in Aruba. Nice. Yeah. So good for me. How was the plane? Uh, what goes up must come down. So Ooh, nice. Uh, I made it. I'm here. Nice. <laughs> Which yeah, did could, you do? Could could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Did you do a? Uh, I'm actually in Aruba right now. Yes. Did you do a playlist, a, a book? What'd you do? Uh, a book. I bought a bunch of books. I spent $100 on books last week uh, at Barnes & Noble, 
and I would be shocked if I finished any of them. A hundred real dollars or a hundred Barnes and Noble? A hundred real dollars. Wow! I'm not a frequent frequent flyer on the Barnes and Noble program, so I spent a hundred real dollars. My mom, fifteen is... of which came from a book that I already bought but lost. Wow. My mom, uh, everyone gives my mom uh, Barnes & Noble gift certificates. I think that just like when you hit a certain age, that's what people think you want. So whenever I'm going to Barnes & Noble, I call my mom. And I'm like, yo, mom, break me off like 60 Barnes & Noble dollars. And she's like, yeah, sh- chump change. Here you go. That's amazing. She's, she's probably sitting on like 10 Gs of Barnes & Noble once gift you hit certificates. A, once you hit a certain age, there are only two gifts that you can get. It's Barnes & Noble gift cards and a plot of burial land. Uh, yes. Or... Uh, People give uh, old people chocolate, which is funny. <laughs> which is really mean because at some point, like if you're old enough, you just can't eat chocolate anymore. Yeah, that's true. But I, yeah, like the idea of just giving someone like, I don't know, here's some fucking candy. <laughs> because ultimate chocolate's great, but chocolate's just candy. <laughs> it's like, what do you get the person who has everything in the world? What do you get the person who's going to die soon? Yeah. Chocolate. Um, I don't. What would you get somebody if you knew it was going to be their last birthday? Uh, something that I could use and take over, like within the year. That's it. Probably would, assuming they don't update their will. It probably would go back to you, right? Yeah, you paid for that shit, <laughs> yeah, right? You still got the receipts. Hold on to those receipts. Yeah, you'd be uh, like, "Yo, mom, here." And I'm not using. I'm gonna stop using my mom as the hypothetical here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty uh, dark. But being like, "Hey, uh, I don't know, person in my life, here are some." Cycling shorts in my size. I know you're, I need nine, another I know pair. you're 92, but yeah, you, you got to extend that life. Cycling's great. In case you ever want to, in case you ever want to use them. Hey, here, hey, Gramps. I know you don't know what the internet is, but here's a uh, two thousand dollar MacBook Pro that uh, I think you might get the hang of if you if you really dedicate yourself to it. And if not, I could use one. Yes. Uh, so you also it's password protected with my password. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry, it's just a it's a security thing. I can't tell you what it is. Um so you're gonna read books on this vacation yeah, and yeah. that's here's actually, what I did. What? I bought the books and the audible companions. I don't really? know if that, I don't know if that's something that you're supposed to I'm, do. I don't think so. I don't, you know, you're not I don't think you're supposed to look as you listen to it. No. I like that. It's I've like, enjoyed it so far. I like seeing it and having it being read to me. So would you... I'm not doing this as like, oh yeah, would you do this? I'm just asking. Would you? Would it interest you to listen to a song while looking at the lyrics? Yes. That could probably be beneficial. Yeah, yeah. I do that sometimes. I Yeah, I always have to pick whether or not I'm listening to the lyrics or not. Right. Uh, I actually brought this up to you last week. You didn't respond to my text, but I, uh, I've been... I told you that I've been into the 1975 recently. Oh yeah, and they yeah. Have a song, Girls. They have a song called "Girls." Yeah. And, I, and they. The only reason that I looked up the lyrics because they are the most fucking British band in the world. Yeah. It is so obvious. Like it's difficult to understand a lot yeah. of the lyrics. They've got a lot of Kate Nash going on. Where you're like, I thought that the accent's supposed to go away when <laughs> yeah, you're right. singing. How come you, for some reason? I looked up indecipherable. I looked up the lyrics to "Girls," and I'm pretty sure that song is about statutory rape. It's definitely about associating with and probably having sex with a girl who is under eighteen. Young girls, yes, yeah. So not amazing. Uh, shout out to great Bru- song. Shout though. out to Bruno Mars for uh, copying that those lyrics, but really cleaning them up with "Young Wild Girls." I don't know if I've heard that song. You know, "Young Wild Girls." I don't think so. It's awesome. It's just about like 
It's about how young wild girls are going to be the death of them. Mm. Uh, actually, it's like that uh, Keanu Reeves movie where the two girls come to his house, oh, uh, right, yeah. suck his dick, and then ruin they his life. him of, of raping them. That is, you seriously have to watch that movie. It was, I was going through, uh, I was on Hulu looking for anything to watch the other day, and one of them was that movie, and I was like, no, not again. That movie is fucked. I, I gotta watch it. it your uh, your synopsis of it was fantastic. We gotta have say. Eli Roth on and be like, "What's going on there? <laughs> what were you thinking? Why'd you is do this that a cry movie? for help? Yeah, why? And one of the girls in it is his wife, wife right? That is a so, very weird dynamic. So very weird. Um, I'll say this on the books thing though. Uh, it actually kind of bums me out, and this is probably wrong. People are gonna disagree with this. When someone's like, "Oh man, I can't wait to just go on a vacation and uh, just." Just relax and read. I'm like, fuck, man. My like my idea of going on a vacation is going and living. Yeah, I want to talk to people I don't normally talk to. I want to do. Th- I want to be fucking drunk near people I don't normally talk to. I j- I want to see shit I haven't seen before. Re- I. I appreciate wanting to relax, but I vacation wise, I just use that. I just sleep more. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, it, it for me, it depends on the kind of vacation. Like, there are definitely different categories of vacation. There's, well, one, there's travel, which is very different than vacation. Yeah, because that's like, you're Travel like is fucking shit. work. Yeah. You're going, going, going. Like, that was my, when I went to California, we went from San Francisco to LA, and that was over the course of a week. We were going the entire time. Yeah. That was fucking travel. Um, this one, going to Aruba, in Aruba for a week, because yep. I'm already here. Um <laughs> Uh, in Aruba for a week, so uh, it's it's. I'm gonna be on a beach a lot. Like, there's not a lot to do on a beach. I get bored on beaches. That's true. Well, beaches are trash. We've discussed this, right? Yes, for beaches sure. Stink. Yes, beaches. Stink. Um, so, like, if I get a bored bored on a beach, there's not a lot you can do. Reading books is a good option. Also, I'm I'm a kind of person who like who fancies myself somebody who. who should read more, or I, I want to read more. I want uh, to be a guy who read book reads books. So, like when a movie's like coming out, you could be like, "Oh fuck, I'm excited no, for this because I, I read that book." Well, yeah, like knowing the story, I don't want to be the guy who goes, "Oh, the book was better." No, 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 but just being book. like, "Oh, I've heard. I this. know what this yeah. is." Yeah, and so I would like to be a guy who who uh, is knowledgeable enough to have some books under his under his feathers and his caps. Um, so, but like when I'm home. I always just want to be doing other shit. Yeah. Like, I just want to be, I'd rather watch a TV show. I'd rather watch uh, a movie. I'd rather play video games. I'd rather just fucking browse around on Reddit for fucking two hours. There's so many more things that I'd rather do than just sit around and read a book at home. So when I'm on vacation, I try to crush, crush that shit when I can. Yeah, I actively, in my normal life, I actively try to get away from watching TV or being on the computer or being on my phone or whatever. Uh, but I'm, I, I, I definitely wouldn't consider myself a reader. I've read a lot of books, but I only really read uh, nonfiction. Like, I, okay. I only read biographies. And I, I could not tell you the last, the last novel, novel like, I read. Fiction. Yeah, like, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. But I've read a, a million different fucking biographies of musicians and shit like that. That piques my interest. But, I mean, if I'm sitting on the beach, I'm just as likely to just listen to an album I really like than to do whatever. I, I, I think the last time I went to the beach, 
uh, or one of the last times I went to the beach was a couple years ago, and I just sat there and listened to Frank Ocean's Orange when it had come out, and it was great. Yeah, that's what a, a fun good move time. Too. Yeah, um, I I understand the the whole nonfiction thing because my mindset sometimes when I'm like I should read more is like I should get some more knowledge, some deeper knowledge yeah. about things that I care about. So like I'll read a book about uh, like somebody's biography or whatever and find yeah. out things about them that other people wouldn't know. Yeah, um, unless they read the book. So I get that. I also bought a um, sort of like, a sort of like a motivational book. Um, and I bought it for like the purpose of the podcast Yeah, in terms of being like, all right, let's get, let's kick this shit into gear and let's, let's find some new ways to, uh, to, to get this thing pumping. What, uh, I've actually, I've long considered reading some sort of book like that. Uh, what is it? It's, um, so it's the, do you know that guy Gary V? No, he's like an ins- he's like an Instagram like motivational speaker or whatever, and he's like very social media based. Gary Vayn- Vaynerchuk or something like that. Hmm. He I've seen him all over the place on social media, and so it, this is like a social media focused sort of um, motivational, like get your b- brand, get your business off the ground sort of deal. So, so. that went from being uh, a very exciting thing to me to being like a. Oh man, because when I, I yeah, I very much am. Uh, it's Weary. half. Yes, I'm yeah. very much half. Uh, maybe I'll learn something. Yeah, and very much half. Like, let's see what this fucking douchebag has a book about. Yeah, but I did. So before I committed to it, like I I looked up some of the reviews. Mm-hmm. The reviews are unbelievable, and there's like a lot of uh, celebrity testimonials to it. Like The Rock gave a nice testimonial Ooh. towards this guy. So I decided to give him a chance. I am very skeptical because a lot of the stuff that he posts on social media social media is cringeworthy. It's like shit that you wouldn't want to yes, do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like and it's it's also like a lot of basic sort of motivational stuff. It's like cut cut the negative people out of your lives. Yeah. And like not reinventing. It's like, the yeah, wheel. well, I'm I'm pretty good friends with one of their friends. So now, what do I fucking do? How about that? That that that's a very basic, <laughs> common problem that has just totally trumped your whole fucking thing. So it's it's sort of um it's sort of a hey maybe I'll learn something, but also a morbid curiosity as to what this book contains. I've uh, long been interested in reading some sort of book that's like. Not necessarily like uh, Wedding Crashers, Don't Kill Yourself books, but like... uh, Thought you were going there for a second. No, but just like, uh, I don't know, books that... uh, Make you feel better. Yeah, that can like help your frame of mind, certainly help you be more motivated in certain areas. But then I'm like, I don't know. There's been a lot written about the Beatles that I have not read (laughs) So I read that instead, and then it's great. I know so much about the Beatles now. Whenever I talk to somebody about the Beatles, they're like, oh, did you know, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, I'm about to fuck this dude up. <laughs> and then I just fucking bury them. I, uh, I'm, I'm sort of nervous when it comes to reading this book uh, because if it's bad or if it's cringeworthy, I'm going to feel really bad about myself. And you might not go back for, to books. <laughs> you're right. I'm just going to feel really bad about myself for feeding into this guy's bullshit. Yeah. And... That would be an ultimate you played yourself moment. Bought a motivational book and then ultimately just felt way shittier about myself. You know what uh, book you should have gotten? Great motivational book. Uh, Darren Ravel's book. You should have gotten that. 
Is it, yeah, what, does, what's Darren Ravel's book? Oh, the Gatorade book? No, it's like How to Be Good at Twitter. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. It's like How to Be Good at Twitter by oh. Darren Ravel. I have a million followers. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, if yeah. I want to find out how to be good at Twitter, pretty low on the list of guys that I would consult. Did you see the tweet that a guy tweeted before the NBA draft last night? No. It was uh, like, and here... We oh, yes. go like the late Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a guy who tweets, this is March, like every day of March during oh, March Madness. And is he serious? No. Oh, OK. Yeah. So he's tweeted that uh, Heath Ledger quote yeah. like three times. Oh, awesome. Like the exact he's a big copy paste. Oh, yeah. The same tweets over and over and over and over again. Nice. Like, so it, I thought that was pretty funny. Here we go. It was Heath like Ledger. Who's yes, dead? Yes. The late Heath Ledger as the Joker from the film The Dark Knight uh, circa, circa 2008. Yeah. Terrific. Uh, on the topic of movies, we saw a dinosaur movie. Yeah, but one thing that we need to get to first is uh, Pete Davidson and oh, yeah, Grande. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's fucked up. We did not complete that conversation. Yeah. Uh, big time fuck up. We were discussing what we think of them, and I was like, honestly, I, ain't a damn thing changed. Ariana Grande, more talented than Adele. Uh, you shouldn't be allowed to be sexually attracted to her. Pete <laughs> Davidson uh, seems likable, not necessarily good at anything, to to my knowledge. But cool, glad they're glad they're in love. It, it this it freaks the fuck out of me. But whatever, let it, them do what they're so, doing. Yeah. So the reason that we that I brought it up on Friday and I got some thoughts out on out on it, which was like I'm rooting for them because they seem like nice people. But also, slow it the fuck down yeah. and stop being so obnoxious. Well, I didn't say stop being so right, obnoxious Right, because we hadn't it. gotten to we this. We didn't get to that. Uh, they are being very, very obnoxious about uh, about their relationship, especially on Instagram, especially on social media, which is very weird for Pete Davidson because Pete Davidson is the kind of guy who has said many times in the past, like, I hate social media. It's all just negativity. It's all just bullshit. It is, uh, you know, the most fake narcissistic life, yeah. uh, fake life thing in the world and all of a sudden Pete Davidson is like the ultimate basic bitch on Instagram like this is his first relationship ever which is wild to me because that guy has been in serious relationships he dated the girl Carly Aquino uh, and then he dated uh, Larry David's daughter Cassie David uh, and so he's been in two serious relationships that have that have gone on for a while and he has not done all the like the blubbery social media posts and now he is all about it yeah so he posted a picture of ariana grande lying on the grass and with the caption what the actual fuck with the heart eyes and seth rogan commented guys seriously and pete davidson responded at seth rogan when you're getting married to the hottest girl in the world you tell me how you'd act Ugh. I know. And Seth Seth Rogen, thank you for your service the, uh, because somebody needed to fucking say it. And it is just so That is very obnoxious. cringeworthy. The idea of saying that shit publicly. Yes. Like, it's one thing to think, like, man, I think that this is the most beautiful girl in the world. Right. Like, and she's all in mine. your best friend. Like, oh, my. Like, what a wonderful, beautiful thing. But being like, bro, I'm marrying the hottest girl. God had to do it to him, bro. Like, Ugh. And uh, our our pal Tyler uh, Tyler County on Twitter <laughs> made a an, uh, a fair comment, which I hadn't really thought of uh, in terms of this context. But like, he was like, "Hey, what could go wrong? Things always seem to turn out well when you're marrying somebody based off the fact that you think that they're the hottest person in the world." Yeah, that's a uh, 
That's a weird one to weigh at the... Like, I'm not going to get into the whole, like, what's most important, looks, personality, compatibility, and everything like that. But when you're that overt about, oh, like, like, it's just physical yeah. beauty, like, eh, not amazing. And also, like, when it's Ariana Grande, it makes me a little uncomfortable. Like you said, you're right. not supposed to think that she is... Right. Uh, an adult, Pete, basically. Post something of you guys doing something where you're laughing together, or something. When I say Pete, I mean Pete Davidson. Uh, where you're like you're laughing together, or something where you can, where we can see, like, man, like they those really two enjoy have each a, those company. two have a connection. Yeah, because all the it, pictures that they have posted together are kind of like weird and awkward. Really? Yeah. Like they, they. I think the first picture that they posted of um, with each other was at Harry Potter World, and they were both in. Uh, Harry Potter robes, and they I don't think either of them was smiling. Pete Davidson was wearing a hat that says, I love you, which uh, is fucking weird, because uh, that was the, that was like a week into their relationship. Uh, he posted that picture, and like that makes, him, makes her look like even more of a child. Yeah, I think that I'm downgrading Pete Davidson from, I like him, but I don't know if he's good at anything, to pretty good chance I don't like him. Or I'm at, at the very least. I've always kind of been indifferent to him. I'm a I'm a notch below indifferent, and I can't imagine the arrows pointing up. I think that it's that it's only going to get worse. I heard that his uh, he was just recently on Fallon talking about the relationship, and apparently that was, was terrible. Apparently that was very embarrassing uh, as well. Did he Tom Cruise it? Um, I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I heard that it is, we might have to drop in some audio or something here if, if it's as bad as people are saying it is. Did, you know, what's weird whenever someone, you know, the thing of athletes jumping out of the pool. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. like the athletic version of the Tom Cruise thing. That is, that is sort of true. Yeah. You don't have to jump on a couch, but, but he, like, did, you can be he jump back. I think he jumped like backwards onto it. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty impressive uh, feat from him. But yeah, that I went just from seeing that Instagram post. I went from being like, ah, oh, let them do what they want, to being like, I fucking, I definitely don't like Pete Davidson and relax, guy. I still think that I like Pete Davidson, and I'm still sort of rooting for his happiness. But, oh, of course, I'm rooting for both their happiness. But man, just fucking tone it down a little bit. It's yeah. so obnoxious. Yeah, and he, like. God, you're. I don't know. I can't figure that guy out, like at all. If they break up, if anything happens with that relationship, he's gonna lose it's his gonna, mind. Yeah, because that, that he has put me. his entire life into this now, and it's been so short of a relationship that I wonder if she's even seen him like at his worst. Because he's right. obviously had his fair share of issues. Of course, yeah. Uh, and so I, I am honestly curious if, if like they have made that commitment yeah. without seeing each other at their worst. And I can't imagine that they have because it, it, it all happened so quickly. Uh, I think it was like less than two months. Yeah. So that and I don't me, know. That two months like, is really problematic if you make that commitment without seeing the other person at their worst. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a huge. Uh, I know that when someone's courting somebody, they maybe won't put all of their weird shit out there, but they'll uh, they'll they'll try to kind of dress themselves up to be yeah, for a, sure. a little cooler and nicer the best and more version of themselves. Right. Um but I'm I'm pretty uh just for the sake of not wasting time like within within knowing me for a couple weeks you'll know that I'm 
that I'm like at the very least like just a fucking different cat, and I want the per- I want the person to know that because Same. I don't want to. Why are you wa- wasting your time? Totally yeah. right. Like if I, I can't. What, what if I'm that extends to like the first date for me? Like yeah, I will. I'll maybe put on a good face and be a little and be like nicer or whatever, more, more polite on on a first date. Yeah. After that, it's kind of it's open season because yeah. I'm not going to invest my time or make you invest your time in something that's fake. Right. It's still, it's still a little bit odd to me how fastly it, 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 it progressed mainly because they were both in relationships and then engaged like two months later. And that makes me question whether or not yeah. that wasn't going on. A little, for a little overlap. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a little Aldous snow type situation yes. because literally both of them had broken up with their other significant other, in like the week before the rumors surfaced that they were dating, which is crazy. Shit doesn't happen that fast. Yeah, that's. I would I would almost guarantee that they were messing around. Uh, maybe. How old is Ariana Grande? Like twenty two. Uh, oh, she's got to be older than that, right? Like twenty three. Uh, yeah, is she, is she the older one in that relationship? I think so, because Pete Davidson is only like twenty two, huh? Yeah, I think that he's a young man. I don't know. I it it just it clearly seems to me like two idiots, two crazy kids, <laughs> being that that one of whom has an absolute shit ton of money, and uh, what could possibly go wrong? I don't know. I I think that though, if that if shit hits the fan, there he's gonna he's. He's going to have a real rough go of it. Yeah, like, I am more concerned about him if things go wrong than I am concerned about her. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'll be, I mean, she's... First of all, she's got the money. She, <laughs> right. But she, she's also, um, she's got a job where she can, uh, she can fucking tour and do whatever. She can really consume her time. That's true. If, uh, and also, like, if SNL's out of season, Also, then... heartbreak uh, transfer is way better to music. Then I would oh, say yeah. that it does to comedy. Right, yeah. Comedy doesn't need any more depression. <laughs> yeah. You're usually all set with the depression without adding in um, heartbreak. Although, I made this observation. I think that the that, uh, that our best episodes of Brunch were when I was generally in like a way darker place. Which yeah, is so uh, which is being, weird. You're being pretty selfish uh, by having happiness enlighten your life. But I don't know. I think th- I've actually noticed recently. I think that I have backwards seasonal depression because In the I've summer. been yeah I've been having more rough days um, just like the last couple weeks and I'd honestly not to brag I'd been kind of killing it for a little bit as far as not feeling too terrible about myself and now i've i've had more of the 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 grumps in the blues in the summer which is kind of backwards it, I, the spring was was uh difficult for me yeah uh yeah like i had my fair share of of pretty bad days in terms mm. of just like for no reason just felt like yeah. absolute garbage um and it's i think it's it's maybe lifting a little bit but uh yeah for, like definitely i had issues in the fall, usually that's when it comes, and it's it's definitely season, seasonal right, depression. Right, and then it goes through the and yeah. This is the first year that I've that I've been like, hmm, hmm, and it's the spring. I don't really have an excuse. Maybe we're uh, syncing up. Yes, maybe like uh, like, like girls periods. on their, their period. Yeah, nice. so uh, ladies will the. The ladies will love that joke we made. I'm <laughs> we, sure we're just like you. Good. Yeah. Hey, check us out. <laughs> 
You like that? You love that joke. Um, yeah, maybe you had seasonal depression in the winter, and then when my summer seasonal depression kicked in, that's when you linked up with me. So you're getting kind of the you're getting a little double dip there. Nice. And yeah. Um, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> great transition. Uh, what do we think of Jurassic Park? Uh, the Golden Knights. Uh, the Golden Chalice Parks. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we saw Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, and to be honest, yeah, I really fucking liked it, which really? is a major surprise to me because I did not like the first one one bit. That's crazy to me. I th- I I thought that this was. Good, not amazing. I don't think it was bad. amazing. Yeah, I thought it was highly enjoyable. And it was a good watch. And pretty much what I wanted. It was an entertaining watch that didn't really get going for the first half hour. But I think that I was thrown off by not knowing exactly how long the movie was going in because I was like, like, what, two hours and seven minutes? I think. I th- it is. Yeah, I think it was a little over two hours. I was guessing that it was going to be clo- like closer to to two hours, and. It when did feel long. It took a little while to set up, so I was like, oh man, what's the... I, I was just constantly kind of checking in to think, like, is is this the shit going down? Or when, right. when does the yeah, shit exactly go down? So yeah. I, I was a little out of sorts throughout the movie, but... Um, I will agree, I'll agree with that. Like, it felt longer because I was like, is this the final act? Is right. this the final act? Because um, there's a part pretty early on that seemed kind of like it could have been. Like that was, I don't know, like 45 minutes, an hour into the movie, that... You're that they're on this island and yeah. there's all sorts of fire going on. Yeah, and there, there are like, there are uh, like two stages of the movie. There's the island stage yeah. and then there's the off island stage, which basically happens happens at this estate. Yeah, and uh, I for sure love the estate part. I didn't. I yeah. wasn't crazy about the island part. Um, it was. It was as expected. The best thing that I can say is that it wasn't as long as I thought it was, it was going to be on the island. So the island part is uh, they have to get these dinosaurs off the island. And the estate part is they have to save uh, slash rescue those dinosaurs from bad people. And the island part is basically Baywatch. It is nothing but fire. Yeah. All the dinosaurs you've come to love, well, there is a hundred percent more fire. Yes, there's everything's a ton of fire, on fire. Ton of lava. There was it's a fire a- dinosaur. There was a dinosaur on fire. <laughs> yes. uh, tons of explosions. Tons of like uh, fiery meteors yep. coming out of the out of the volcano, jumping just out of the way of fire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, tons of that, and just ninety eight percent sprinting. Just Whoa. sprinting away from fire. Yeah. Um, but one of the best parts of the movie, I thought, was the visuals. Like, the visuals in this movie were were spectacular. Yeah. Mainly. So many awesome shots. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. Uh, stuff that, you know, you'll notice as the movie's going along. You're like, wow, awesome shot. Awesome visual. And there's, there's only so many ways... Or you would think they would run out of ways that, A, a dinosaur can eat someone, and B, someone can escape a dinosaur. Uh, Chris Pratt had a really cool escape of a dinosaur. Jumping through its mouth. Yeah, he was kind he's trapped in a pretty small space with the dinosaur, and he just basically rolls along a wall through its mouth as it's you trying what, to bite him. You know what he did? It was sort of the move uh, that is similar to like a in a cop movie where the cop slides across Over the, the card. Hood. Yes, yes, exactly that, except it's a dinosaur. Um, one thing I 
so this was not my favorite Jurassic Park movie. I probably preferred the last one. Really? Uh, yeah, I, oh, I thought no. the last one was was better. But may, but I was also more excited for the last one because it had been a million years, and now this has been what two, three years. So right, and so I was I was definitely ex- more excited for the first one, and maybe that's why uh, I felt so disappointed by it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think that this one um, it was more satisfying, and there was less. There was like less bullshit to cut through um, in this one than in the first one. I will say there are very few scenes where there's just a million fucking dinosaurs running around. And that was basically the entire last one. Yeah. It was just all it was was dinosaurs are all over the park. Oh, they're flying around, blah, blah. There, there was only like two or three pterodactyls the whole and there, movie. And there was one. like there was a lot of there was like a lot of awe. In the first one, it was like, "Wow, yeah. look at the park! Look at these dinosaurs! Yeah. All these fucking, uh, all these unsuspecting humans that are at the at Jurassic World." When you know that that shit is going to shit, right? And you're just waiting on that. And it was, it was. I felt, I felt like the buildup was too long. There, it was a lot of bullshit to cut through. Uh, this one, it was things had already gone to shit, and they get right into it. Well, I was going to say, there's one thing that the, that these movies can do that no other movie can do, and it's why I'll always be in the mood to watch a Jurassic Park movie. Fucking dinosaurs, they show man. <laughs> a bunch of bad guys, and all the bad guys are together, and you get to think in your mind, at some point, a dinosaur is going to come in yes. and eat all of these bad guys. So, and there is a scene in this one where they're auctioning off dinosaurs. And you're just like, man, I can't wait till dinosaurs come in here and eat all these bad yes. guys. And spoiler alert, that's what happens. It rules. That's what. That's uh. That's why I was so shocked that I was disappointed by the first one because it's like I just want to go to the theater. I want to see some big ass dinosaurs fuck people up. Yeah. And you know somehow I just felt unsatisfied by what I was given by the first one. This one, very enjoyable watch. The dinosaurs are cool. Um, they they mess some shit up. And it's fun to watch. Uh, they they're creative about it. The visuals are great. Um, the one of the things that I saw because this isn't getting very good reviews uh, from critics. Ah. So one of the criticisms that I saw was that the, the dinosaurs aren't scientifically portrayed correctly, and, and uh, you know there are there are his, historical real historical inaccuracies. And I was like, maybe there are people that care about that, but for me. It is very similar to the ships from Dunkirk. I don't give a fuck if the ships are real. I don't give a fuck if the dinosaurs are historically inaccurate. I'm just watching to be entertained, and, and you think that if I want to see them do cool shit. You think that if there were real dinosaurs fucking walking around around volcanoes and shit, that it would be a one-man job for Bryce Dallas Howard? I think that there would be like yeah. six million people that would they would They'd have all sorts of the national guard. Right, like, it would be a big thing. It would. Bryce Dallas Howard is very qualified at her job, but I can't imagine that she's so qualified that she can do the whole thing by herself. Uh, a little note on Bryce Dallas Howard: uh, the billing on this movie was problematic. What do you mean? Uh, Chris Pratt was is the first lead. No, oh, he's not. Bryce Dallas Howard is she, the star of this. So movie. is the yeah. yeah. Uh, also, did you notice? 
on Bryce Dallas Howard. One of the biggest criticisms in the first movie uh, was that the, her heels. She was wearing heels. Wearing heels, yeah. running through the fucking jungle yeah. in heels, which was very stupid. They got her in boots for this one. But did you notice that like they they got her in boots and they made it very fucking clear that she was in boots? It was, uh, that was to me was like a big fuck you to to the critics and and everybody who criticized that. Really? Because one in the opening scene uh, where they show her. They do like a they very, show her from very the heels up, heels up, yeah. close up on the heels. Then they pan or uh, tilt up, uh, and then when she arrives on the island, she steps out of the the plane. Yeah, close up of the boots. A lot of from the ground up shots yes. with Bryce Dallas Howard. So I thought that I thought I kind of laughed at that. It got a chuckle out of me. I love Bryce Dallas Howard. She's just so ridiculously pretty. Uh, but uh, all in all, great performances. Uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, was in it. He very shortly. His role was he was giving uh, a testimony, and I don't know that his testimony is a thing that actually happens in real life. He was just sitting in a courtroom in the middle of it and just kind of uh, being a philosopher. Yeah, and I want to be like, is a judge going to hit his gavel or and be like, hey, sir, what what are we saying here? I don't know. I, I, is that? technically a courtroom i had no idea what that was it it felt more to me like a political thing like a political meeting hall okay more so than a courtroom so he was at a town hall basically was was going yeah so he was his involvement in this movie was very limited which is surprising to me because he was sort of billed as hey the return of jeff goldblum is going to be a big part of this movie I, i didn't i didn't necessarily think that it was a it detracted from the movie right. that he wasn't in it. He served his purpose. He might be involved with the next one more so than this one. Yeah. Because this was sort of a setup for the next one, which the next one, to me, very intrigued. Right, because, yeah, they basically set it up to be like, all bets are off. Dinosaurs are just now among us. It's a, Yeah, it's like a Planet of the Apes sort of yeah. with dinosaurs. Except no Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking God. of local celebrities, this movie made me think of Dane Cook because... Uh, he had a bit, I forget what the joke even was. Uh, he, like his nightmare is, the that he's swimming in fiery water. And, uh, every time he sticks his head up, a guy punches him in the face and tells him to get back in the water and then tells someone else to cover up that spot of water with fire. Uh, there's a part where they're experiencing that they're all underwater. They're trying to get back up, but it's all on fire. So I spent probably minute. 35 through 120 thinking about Dane Cook and whether we were all that foolish to really like him or if maybe he just was funny back then. I think that he was funny. So like, did I. I think that, that that he was for sure a douchebag, but he had some good material. He, I mean, he was just an absolute clown. Yes. And clowns can be funny. Yes. Uh, his delivery was great. Well, he was just the most animated fucking person yes. in yeah. the world. Um, so... You mentioned the cast and all the performances were good. I thought the performances were good, but I still feel like the chemistry between Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt is not that good. Who do you think's hotter, Chris Pratt or Bryce Dallas Howard? Um, man, they are both really hot in terms of. I would say, I would say Chris Pratt, but it's not by much. Yeah, I go Bryce Dallas Howard. It's not by much. I, I love redheads. I think you know this about me. Okay. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is fantastic. Nice. Have you seen season four of Arrest or season five of Arrested Development yet? Uh, no. She's in that. 
Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And did she, you say uh, Isla Fisher is in? Isla Fisher, yeah. Isla Fisher? Isla? Uh, yeah, Isla they play... Nerva, they play... <laughs> the island's called? Yeah. Uh, they play sisters, uh, and they're all at a barbecue... Uh, they're all at a cookout, and Ron Howard is wearing an apron that says, Howard, do you like your burger? <laughs> oh, God. It's pretty uh, great. You just a real... That's got to be the worst thing about being a redhead actress in Hollywood, is that they always have to play each other's sisters. Like, Amy Adams plays uh, Isla Fisher's Oh, yeah, when, when do they play... Nocturnal Animals. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I knew that they, that they had cr- crossed paths before. I used to, honestly... Like, every redhead in Hollywood has, at one point, played a sister of another redhead in Hollywood. Yeah. I wonder if they go into auditions and are like, hey, get, I'm going to be an only child, you think that's it's okay. Like, you, yes, you think it's don't like... Say, don't say the Indians doing accents. I was, no, I was, no, 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 I wasn't going to say Indians doing accents, but, I, like, in that scene from... Uh, Master of None season two, mm-hmm. where like Aziz trying to get is trying to get parts, and yeah. every uh, audition that he shows up to, it's always the exact same people in the waiting room. Oh, yeah, I wonder yeah. if it's like that whenever there's like a redheaded part, where it's just like all the same fucking redheaded actresses. I don't know. I bet that um, I have no idea, but I, I bet people uh, can audition being like. I'll obviously dye my hair if I yeah, get this. Yeah, that's that's a thing. It's like that's something that you can do. Um, Jessica Chastain, by the way, wow, wow, my that is that's my peak, I think, for redheads, redheads in Hollywood. Uh, uh, she is the uh, bit of belated movie news. She's the uh, grown woman from It, the grown-up version of her. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. So she'll be that her in the adult movie. I've got some. Uh, so I'm, I found some old uh, cards I have from past episodes Ooh. of brunch where I've got notes. Let's see if any of these are any good. Um, Love, Simon, I have written down on this one. Must have talked about Love, Simon. I was uh, perusing the other day. I was perusing the on-demand thing. Love, Simon, Rotten Tomatoes is like 90% on critics and viewers. I didn't hear a single person say that they liked Love, Simon. Yeah, I'm out on Rotten Tomatoes, to be honest with you. Uh, There are so many. I know that Rotten Tomatoes isn't, isn't like an uh it's its own rating system yeah but for some reason all of those get so fucked up yeah do you, do you, how, uh, what would you guess the jurassic uh, jurassic world 2 is at on rotten tomatoes 76 55 oh that is very very low like i if i'm if i'm consulting a uh a rating scale at this point like you know when you google a movie and it comes up with a bunch of different ones i'm much more going to IMDb or like Metacritic, yeah, for for this, and I think these ones are, are like IMDb is six point five out of ten. I don't have too much of a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I might throw it at at like a seven seven point five out of ten, yeah, just based on my expectations for this movie. Um, but Rotten Tomatoes, so Rotten Tomatoes is even lower now. Rotten Tomatoes is fifty three, and Metacritic is a fifty nine. Trash, trash. Just listen to us. You yeah, know? like it is a. It's a it's an enjoyable movie with dinosaurs uh, running amok. Yeah, definitely worth worth seeing. Um, what movies do we have next? We're starting to get closer to uh, Mamma Mia and what else? There was another Sicario one. Two. Well, Sicario Two comes out next week, right? Yeah. Um, or this week. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, good call. Happy Monday. Um, but there was something else that I kept seeing previews for, and it's like mid July. Uh, I want to see Mission Impossible. 
I'm not interested. I haven't seen a single Mission Impossible. Movie. I haven't seen any of the uh, any of like the newer ones. Actually, I don't even remember the last Mission Impossible that I saw. But I don't give a fuck because this new one looks amazing, and all the trailers are fantastic. I think that the uh, the the trailer with Imagine Dragons Friction oh, yeah. is the best trailer of the year. I've said that uh, numerous times, but the the new one just looks incredible, and I'm gonna see it no matter what. Uh, there were a shitload of previews before Jurassic World 2. Yeah, I and I remembered what the movie I was thinking of is uh, Skyscraper. Oh, I'm definitely going to see I'm, that. I'm seeing that. I'm going to I'm going to be if an advanced screening comes up for that, I'm for sure going to that. I cannot wait for that to be The Rock's 98th consecutive mediocre mediocre movie. The cool thing about that movie is he does all this crazy shit and he's doing it on one leg. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing it on one leg. Like halfway they, through they the make preview, that pretty clear. they remind you, like he like cleans his leg or something. Well, because they remind you, they had to do that because otherwise, if you give the guy two legs, it's basically die hard. So uh, if you take away one of his legs, yeah, it's die hard, but with a guy with one leg. Here's a question: Is uh, what's it called? Is skyscraper a Fourth of July movie? Ooh, good call, huh? Yeah, uh, let the let the debate begin. Also. I am very, very excited for Creed 2. Yeah, me too. Did you see Creed 1? Uh, I listen, I had Human Clay and My Own Prison, and uh, then I had the uh, one... What was the one that had... Uh, Hello, my friend, we meet again. I don't know. A bit of while where we begin. I don't know. I didn't see Creed 1. I just read the book. Because when you are with me... I'm free, I'm careless, I believe, above all the other way of life, and in the tears to my eyes, my sacrifice.